Welcome to Jesus Loves the World podcast. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name. It is such a privilege to come together as one, in unity of the Holy Spirit, and worship the living God. Each one of us is on an individual journey, and with all our stuff, no matter where we are at, we can still come together with one accord and worship the living God. This is the wonder of worship, in a heart-to-heart connection with the Creator of heaven and earth and all things good. We worship Him. Worshipping in unity of spirit and in truth, testifying of who God is and what He has done, is a work of His Holy Spirit. It is God who initiates our relationship of love, and it is God who fulfills it. Turn with me to 1 Kings chapter 6, verses 12 to 13. And this is where God is speaking to King Solomon, who is building a temple according to the pattern given by God to his father David. 1 Kings chapter 6, verses 12 to 13. Concerning this temple which you are building, if you walk in my statutes, execute my judgments, keep all my commandments, and walk in them, Then I will perform my word with you, which I spoke to your father David. And I will dwell among the children of Israel, and will not forsake my people Israel. The word temple can also mean house, those of the same family, or a shelter or dwelling. And this is a beautiful picture of the kingdom of God. God's family gather together in one place, a place of shelter, dwelling together with the Lord God Almighty. God said to the people of Israel, If you walk in my statutes, which is walking in his ways by receiving him, receiving God's right to rule and reign, giving total allegiance to him, is walking in his statutes walking in his presence and dwelling with him, doing life with him. Just like in the beginning of creation when God was walking with the first man and woman in the cool of the evening. Even after the first man and woman chose to be one with both good and evil instead of only good, they ran away from God. Yet God in his great love ran after the first man and woman and covered their shame. In Jesus, God takes away our shame so that we can be at home with him, where we no longer run and hide, but run into the arms of God the Father and be immersed in his presence, identity, and share in his delight to be with us. To King Solomon, God says, Execute my judgments, which means to make my justice known to my people and the surrounding nations. God is saying, be one with me in my justice. 
Do not partake of the injustices of humanity or the surrounding nations. For my justice is that everyone is equal. Let my justice rule. Let it be your custom, your identity, and let it outwork in your life. God continues to declare, Keep all my commandments. This is look after my word and be good custodians of it, to guard and protect my word and ways. Action them and allow them to go deep into your heart and mind. God is saying to King Solomon, Choose to be one with me, and everything of me which includes my ways, my word, my authority, my kingdom, and live in the reality of being one with me. In amongst these beautiful and powerful words, God reminds King Solomon of his personal promise to this rebellious people. God will rise up in power in his word and action if they simply choose him. God will provide everything for them. The value of his promise and every benefit associated in choosing to be one with the living God is theirs to choose. God reassures Solomon of the promise and words that he spoke to his father David. God will dwell which is to reside permanently, abide, continue, have habitation with, lay at rest, settle down, to be amongst and in the midst of. That is what God promises to all who choose him. God himself closes the gap between his perfection, purity and goodness and humanity's imperfection impurities, and choice to be one with both good and evil. That gap was created by humanity, not God. Yet it is God who pursues in love and is greater than the gap. When we choose him and receive him, he makes us one with him. God declares he will dwell amongst the people who choose him. It is the people in which he dwells not the building. So let us read what happens when God's people came together as one with praise and thanksgiving to the living God. 2 Chronicles, chapter 5, verses 11 to 14. And it came to pass when the priests came out of the most holy place, for all the priests who were present had sanctified themselves without keeping to their divisions. And the Levites who were the singers, all those of Asaph and Heman and Judathan, with their sons and their brethren, stood at the east end of the altar, clothed in white linen, having cymbals, stringed instruments and harps, and with them one hundred and twenty priests surrounding with trumpets. Indeed, it came to pass, when the trumpeters and singers were as one, to make one sound, to be heard in praising and thanking the Lord. And when they lifted up their voice with the trumpets and cymbals and instruments of music and praised the Lord, saying, For he is good, for his mercy endures forever, that the house, the house of the Lord, was filled with a cloud, 
so that priests could not continue ministering because of the cloud, for the glory of the Lord filled the house of God. When God's people came together as one, out of the revelation of who God is, they declared, God is good and his mercy endures forever. The glory of the Lord filled the house of God. God's glory in this instance was represented in a dark cloud where the priests could no longer minister. The same occurred at the completion of the tabernacle of meeting. It was back in the days of Moses, and after God had delivered the children of Israel from the tyranny of the world superpower of that time. Exodus chapter 40, verses 34 to 35. Then the cloud covered the tabernacle of meeting, and the glory of the Lord filled the temple. And Moses was not able to enter the tabernacle of meeting, because the cloud rested above it, and the glory of the Lord filled the temple. The cloud was a physical representation of God's presence. In the history of the Israel people, God revealed himself to them before in the same way, yet their response was very different. Let us read Exodus chapter 24, verses 16 to 17. Now the glory of the Lord rested on Mount Sinai, and the cloud covered it six days. And on the seventh day he called to Moses out of the midst of the cloud. The sight of the glory of the Lord was like a consuming fire on the top of the mountain in the eyes of the children of Israel. God revealed himself in a way the people would be able to relate to and not be destroyed. For at that time, no human eyes could see God without death. This is because of the sense of dread that was upon the people's hearts. They knowingly chose to reject God and their heart was full of rebellion, deception and shame. They did not want intimacy with the living God. Therefore they saw God as a consuming fire. Moses, however, desired intimacy with the living God and gave his total allegiance to him. He walked into the cloud, into God's presence that was perceived by the Israelites as a consuming fire, and he spoke intimately and personally to God. And God spoke intimately and personally to Moses, as a friend, face to face. Out of intimacy with God, the presence of God is realized. Now let's go back to the temple. The priests were pronounced clean. The singers and musicians were of one accord. They received divine revelation that God is good and his mercy endures forever, even throughout humanity's rebellion. 
Solomon knew God and his promise to his father David. God promised David and said, I will dwell among the people. Remember to dwell in this passage of scripture means to reside permanently, abide, continue, have habitation with, lay rest, settle down, be amongst, in the midst of. As a result, the people watched as the presence of God filled the temple and consumed the sacrifice. Once the sacrifice was consumed, the people could not let go of their rebellion, deception and shame. God did not need the sacrifice to forgive them. It was the people's selfish desires that needed the sacrifice needed the sacrifice to remove the blockages from receiving God's forgiveness that is always available to them. So the glory of God enveloped the temple, and God dwells amongst his people. He closes the gap between heaven and earth for all eternity. God made that promise a reality for us to be able to receive and believe when he came from eternity down to earth to us. In Jesus he walked the earth as a man. The Son of God who became a man willingly became the perfect sacrifice for us so that we can believe and receive deliverance from death, evil and our selfish desires. Jesus became one of us as a human born of the seed of the Spirit not of any human seed, and he dwelt amongst us, revealing God's glory. John chapter 1, verse 14. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Through Jesus, the human body has become the temple or dwelling place of the living God. As Jesus said in recorded in John chapter 2, verses 19 to 22, Jesus answered and said to them, Destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. Then the Jews said, It has taken forty-six years to build this temple. And will you raise it up in three days? But he was speaking of the temple of his body. Therefore, when he had risen from the dead, his disciples remembered that he had said this to them, and they believed the scripture and the word which Jesus had said. In Christ Jesus, we are now the temple of the living God where his glory dwells. The temple of God or his church is no longer restricted or contained by the ways of old thinking. The new thing is always greater than the old, and with God there's always more. Ephesians chapter 2, verses 19 to 22. Now therefore, You are no longer strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God, 
having been built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone in whom the whole building, being fitted together, grows into a holy temple in the Lord, in whom you also are being built together for a dwelling place of God in the Spirit. Formerly Outcasts relegated to an outer court in the temple. The Gentiles are now themselves a part of the temple. God has his presence in all those who believe and receive Jesus as King and Saviour. God's people are not a particular place or building or tribe. God's people is his dwelling place. We are being built together as the living temple or dwelling place on earth of God with his spirit within. Christ Jesus is the chief cornerstone who unites us in his spirit in whom we are fitted together, both Gentile and Jew, equal, equal, all tribes, all people, equal, equal, male and female, equal, equal, boy and girl, equal, equal. 1 Peter chapter 2 verses 5 to 6 You also, as living stones, are being built up a spiritual house, a holy priesthood, to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. Therefore, it is also contained in the scripture, Behold, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone, elect, precious. And he who believes on him will by no means be put to shame. The truth is a glorious revelation of God and his great love and power. We who believe and receive Jesus Christ as Saviour and King are the habitation of God. He is at home in us, no matter where we are in this life journey. We are with him. We are at home with him, as he has paid the cost for us to be the new humanity in whom God's glory is expressed in this world damaged by evil. All creation lives in this hope. Let us read Revelation chapter 21, verses 3 to 4. And I heard a loud voice from heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people. God himself will be with them and be their God. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying. There shall be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered and transformed in Jesus' name.